Welcome to another episode of 30 Minute Mastermind with Laurie McGillery. <laughs> Give it a wave. <laughs> Simon Turkett is not here this week. He's working uh, on other projects, busy, busy, busy. And myself, Juliana Nendel. And today we are so excited to have our special guests on board. Uh, we have invited Lupe Castro and Kim De Costa. Say hello. <laughs> hello. Lupe, Lupe is a creative director and a writer and a lifestyle and a fashion expert. And she's also known as Miss Castro Rides. And uh, Kim DeCosta, she's founder of Slow & Co, which is a collective and collaborative um, sustainable project here in the Canary Islands and for the Canary Islands. And we are so excited to have both of them here on our episode. We're going to be talking in the next 30 minutes about a topic, uh, giant sustainable goals in slow fashion. And we're going to talk about the how and the why and what you can do to achieve those giant sustainable goals. So I would love to um, start with Lupe. Lupe, um, you, where are you right now? Can you tell us a little bit? You oh, look so huge. I'm sitting in um, Prague in a place called the Docs Art Center which is a fantastic um, art um, center. And um, I'm wearing um, a recycled, upcycled blouse from a designer um, here from Prague. It's called Recycled uh, Vintage Store. She's on Instagram. And um, I'm having a lovely time. I can tell, eh? look at you. Eh? It looks very <laughs> futuristic, very sustainable. Yeah, it's so, a lovely place. In Prague, uh, didn't you tell us that in Prague right now there is currently going on the Prague Fashion Week as well? Yes, um, Prague Fashion Week was um, over the weekend. It was like four to five days. And um, there were a couple of designers that really took um, the recycling um, idea full on. Uh, one of my favorites is um, Odivi and her pieces were made from um, garments that she cut up and upcycled. Um, they were super interesting. And there were other designers, of course, that actually used only, um, um, mainly um, it was Jarrah Kilfer, and he uses his um, fabric is, is always sustainable, but he's been doing that. He normally shows in England or Paris, but he's from um, here. And because of uh, the pandemic, he's actually stayed here. And that was a lovely show too. Wow. So yeah, I've been treated, had a super treat. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> remember it was going on, but it was nice to see. It must be amazing over there and, uh, and you look great. You are so much in your, in your zone and in your yep. salsa. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Lupe, can you tell me a little bit or can you tell us a little bit about um, your why? Why and when this all started for you to go slow fashion? Because I understand you've been um, working in, in uh, the fashion industry for many, many years. 
And mm. obviously, this has been a, a process. You've not um, right at the beginning. You were probably not so much into slow fashion. But how? When did it come about? And and why? Okay. Well, first of all, my sweetheart. I'm much older than you. Okay. <laughs> now, um, fast fashion um, actually really is a relatively. Um, it started maybe in the 80s, 90s. Before that, um, it wasn't really fast fashion, okay? Um, so uh, my love for, um, I think I think I've always liked slow fashion only because I'm, I love vintage, um, I love history, and um, I'm always rather one of those awful people that wants to know where things come from, you know, like what's this, what is this, why? My question is always why, why? And of course, with the why, um, you do get answers, not always, but it, it means that you tend to go for things where people have thought out what they're wanting to do. So I think, really, um, slow fashion, I think I've probably been always interested or I've always been involved. I'm, I'm trying to think of um, where I would have bought. Um, I, I know that I have bought um, some designers which I really like that have done um, maybe collaborations um, with High Street like um, Udon Choi for River Island but then his collaboration pieces I he only did like four or five of each piece because they were more expensive of course and um, I think they just used it for their marketing because um, one you know that there wasn't many around when I went to look but I did buy a piece of his but I haven't bought that much. I refuse to go into certain shops just because of their sustainable angle um, and their policies. So um, that cut out quite a few, really. And I'm really not into the, um, you know, a lot of the big um, chains do organic cotton, um, which is good, but they do it in huge quantities. And um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not really, um, it doesn't, doesn't kind of work with me. And there's so many other things. And I actually like rediscovering my wardrobe, actually. You know, yeah. and um, yeah. I have a very big imagination, Julianne. I and um, I, you know, pick a piece and then I like to discover putting it in. I mean, this is, I've worn forever. It's from a Swedish designer and it's organic cotton. And then I've got an organic cotton T-shirt. It's quite cold here. So, you know, I kind of layer things up, make it look different. I find that fun. It's like, yeah, you know, it's like, and you've been telling me about your morning routine, right? Uh, how you you go about taking your your pictures for for the magazines or for Instagram or for your followers, right? It's that, fun. that you really get into that excitement of what am I going to put on? Yeah. How is the color going to match? Uh, am I feeling good? Is this in my vibe? Yeah. And, I mean, the more difficult it is, the more fun it is, you know, like, you know, maybe it's the day that I'm feeling a little bit down or something and color always brings me up. So, you know, I'll pick two or three pieces and then I'll put them on and I'll realize it doesn't work. Um, and then I kind of add a bit more to it and or take it, change it. But, you know, to me, it's fun. It's like a canvas yeah. and I'm my own canvas and, and, and exactly. why not, you know? You know, actually, this piece here that I'm wearing today, it's, 
I don't know the name, but <laughs> anyway, this piece, I got this from the swap event. Yay! I both got to know you on, on this event. It was uh, amazing. So, um, Kim, I would love to uh, explain uh, or that you explain a little bit about uh, Slow and Co, because you both, Lupe and Kim, you both have been working together on this collaborative um, sustainable project that you are the founder of uh, Kim. So um, also please tell us why you started uh, to go down this road of slow fashion and what uh, what other um, projects you are involved in because slow and co is not just uh, fashion. No, <laughs> it's not. Um, for me, I, I think the journey didn't start that long ago, to be fair. Um, it was in, in a period of my life that I had a lot of personal um, issues going on. Um, it's, um, well, kind of everybody knows I've lost my husband to cancer and in that stage, you kind of start seeing the world differently. And where there's people that come out of that as in, I'm going to do stuff to uh, get money, uh, treat your health better, um, support foundations, that kind of things. Somehow I ended up going down the sustainability road because I literally thought, what are we all worried about our health if there's not actually a planet to live on soon enough? Um, and I took it step by step. And then at the same time, I've always been this person on. I think a professional and a personal level that believed in creating synergies in working together because collaborating you just achieve more and that's when it came to mind like why do don't I start a project um, which is actually slow in co which is slow and then co for the collaborations because apart from with Lupe we organized the swap event uh, we've got other ideas um, that's like the fashion bit and then there's um, a sustainable well-being company which is called Concepto Yoga I do that with somebody else um, you know I work with Canary Green which is a local non uh, environmental and then I started Canarias Eco which is the first sustainable marketplace from and for the Canary Islands. For me, I always look into the three pillars of sustainability and on every single level. So even though today we're going to focus more on sustainable fashion or that aspect, I kind of put it in every single aspect of my life. And that's what Slow & Co is about. It's, it's we very much, or I very much with Slow & Co believe in the power of collaboration and synergies to achieve a more sustainable way of living and doing business. That's fantastic. Huh? That's uh, that's great. The three Ps. Exactly. It's uh, it's about uh, the the wholeness of uh, the holistic part of uh, sustainability, not just focusing on one. So to together everything. Uh, so uh, getting down to the source on every single end. Basically, it's fantastic. I, I really do support uh, uh, your your work on your projects, both of you, and I think you're doing fantastic uh, work on that. So the, the swap event, would you say um, that this could be um, like 
I mean, maybe you can explain a little bit. Would you say that this could be a gateway of uh, starting to go down the road of slow fashion? Because it's something that um, we have all clothes in our in our wardrobe, and uh, sometimes we clear out our wardrobe, which is really liberating. It's uh, getting out old energy that um, is maybe not needed anymore, uh, pieces that uh, were given to us that um, have maybe sentimental value or um, or we we bought it in a moment where we didn't want to or or we just grown out of the, the clothes. Um, would you say that uh, this could be a treasure for somebody else? And uh, and um, and the swap events could be a good uh, gateway to start uh, slow fashion for somebody who wants to to start with slow fashion. Oh, okay, me. Okay, well, um, I actually believe in this whole uh, the three R's. So it's reduce, reuse, and recycle. Um, that's always been my thing and my thing is fashion so um, yeah I think it's a good start um, I think um, you know anybody that has a piece um, might not like it because they've used it got bad attachments to it whatever but it will be somebody else's uh, fave piece when they pick it up I mean you know it's the same thing as marriage and divorce to one you know it's uh, he's a perfect person to the other person he's the worst person out or you know so yeah, it's. I think it's a good way to start without too many, you know, without thinking too much. Yeah. And after now that everybody's had a chance to look at their wardrobe, I think it's a really good way to do it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So reducing, um, you would um, you would go about um, um, upcycling uh, things or. Well, by about... reducing, I mean you just reduce your consumption. Uh, reusing is um, kind of like um, reusing pieces that you maybe once only use for a certain time. Well, you can reuse them, make them shorter, add a little bit of glitz, you know, take the sleeves off or whatever. And recycle is swapping or, you know, uh, taking it somewhere. But if you can swap it or more fun means you get another piece. I, exactly. I, you know. Exactly. So that's... And that's um and yeah and remaking it as well like you said yeah i mean you know some people are really good at doing that yeah and then you know up. a lot of people yeah a lot of people kind of get panicky because they sort of think oh no it's so boring i want to be part of you know what's happening in fashion today and but you can always make a jacket look you know who hasn't got a man's jacket or a bigger jacket and then you can just oversize it pull it in i mean you know it's easy really yeah it is and it's uh, it's it's then a unique piece. Yeah. Nobody else has. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All 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 those things. And also, you know, um, when you do swap, it's really good fun because you know you might want to experiment maybe with a short or long skirt or a or a look that you you really wanted or you've seen, and then you see it, and then you can swap it for one of yours, and you can experiment. It's it's mm -hmm. it's good. It's good fun. Yeah. It is. And Kim, uh, you, um, what are, you, what is your take on, um, uh, yeah, on cleaning out the wardrobe or, or going yes. about slow fashion? How would you go about? Well, um, when I first started this sustainable journey, 
Um, what I do not recommend in general, whether it's fashion, but since we're talking about fashion, I'll start there, is kind of, I think it is important to clean out your wardrobe as in, and then take it to a swap event or donate it if there isn't a swap event or you don't know what to do, but not throw it away. Because lots of people are kind of like, let's clear out everything and then no, that goes to landfill, which isn't the idea either. Um, so what I personally did was take it like step by step. So it's kind of like, okay, I clean this out and then I got new pieces in or I got nothing in, but I stopped consuming that much. And when I consume, so as in I'll buy a new piece, not secondhand, um, I'm very into secondhand, just so you know, let's have that clear, right? It's a very, very good way um, to, to reuse uh, things. I used to do it even in Belgium with friends. We just exchanged clothes. It was kind of like, hey, I don't need this anymore. Can you use it? And the other way around. Now I do look into the three pillars. I want to know when I buy a piece, where is it made, who's it made by, as in not in some well fast fashion chains. We all know chains. We all know that lots of them have their factories and poorly paid people in like not the best conditions at all. So I avoid avoid those um, brands and look into like local companies that have made them here and then apart from who's making my clothes I will even look into so what's the fabric of even when I go second hand because I had the comment ones going into a second hand shop and people going home what are you doing and I was reading the labels to see what the fabric was made of because if it's polyester I will not take it um, and there's loads of stuff that is made of polyester and that for me has to do with the fact that polyester if you wash your clothes and Lupe is going to have a comment on washing clothes um, we all wash our clothes too much that's what she's going to say you're right but from that if you wash them they um how do you say that they emit microplastics that go into the water and into the ocean so I look at the entire thing which Lots of times you go somewhere and you're thinking, I'm going to buy myself a new piece, and then I end up not because it just doesn't meet my criteria. Um, I've made things maybe a bit hard for myself, but there's certain fabrics I prefer right now, which is like, um, um, is it linen in English? Linen or lots yeah. of linen? Yeah. Um, um, a sort of like organic cotton, but it does use a lot of water. So, and I do, I read a lot, I investigate a lot, but then at the same time, at the swapping event, for instance, there were so many nice pieces that you kind of go, I'm going to take it anyway, even if it isn't the best fabric, because I will give it another use, which is important as well. So I'm more of a combination but if I say that I buy new pieces I'm talking like once every I think I buy two pair of shoes or one a year yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm not the most consumerism person right now so you could so you could basically say there is a, an old way and an old way is to to uh, reuse or remake uh, or swap or uh, buy second hand and then if you decide to uh, purchase uh, new things you could go 
um, by looking what you were just saying, Kim, uh, looking at uh, where it's made of and uh, and what uh, what it's made of. If you decide to go uh, slow fashion, and who it's made by. I think that's a very important one, who it's made by, because to me right now, all the projects that I do are like from and for the Canary Islands. So if I buy things, um, fashion-wise or anything, I'll look into who's behind that company and that project. My money, I want it to go to local companies. Um, and that's where the who comes in. As in, because right now there are fast fashion chains that have lots of stuff with organic fabrics and they're, they're working on it. But for yeah. me, there's so many other things they do completely wrong that I still won't buy it from them. Yeah. Can I just say, vegan, totally <laughs> vegan. Wow. So this could be your second pair. You have to check the website. It's called Kava. <laughs> They have wow. some fabulous, fabulous Which shoes. Brand is it? Kava, K-A-V-A. -A. Okay. It's Czech. It's amazing. You'd be really impressed. I mean, seriously impressed. Okay. They look great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's all about. Uh, it's not only about the the fabrics and uh, and the who. It's 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 the three the, the three pillars uh, that um, yeah, that play a role in slow fashion as well. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Kim, you mentioned earlier on the the um, Canarias Eco, which is uh, the first sustainable market uh, place here in the in the Canary Islands, and um, you launched it. And uh, well, I I have um, my uh, service up there as well, uh, and uh, and I think uh, Lupe, you you too. Yes, uh, I do as well. You yes. have as well. Just yeah, in uh, case people get stuck, yeah, with so, um, so what what is it um, that um, you help people with? Well, I, you know, it's quite complex for people that are really uh, uh, fashion consumers sometimes, or even not. You know, they don't know where to start because it's so. I mean, you know, yeah. we're in it, so we know. But I mean, you know, they sort of think of it. Oh my God, there's so much. I'm not going to start. I mean, what do I do? Um, you know, fabrics, or am I going to go with? Um, you know, uh, recycling, and I don't like recycling, and you know, all this kind of stuff. So I actually thought I'd do, um, because of the pandemic, and you know, um, I thought, well, I'll do something online, um, just to sort of, and it's called Green um, Green My Wardrobe, and um, it's all done online, and what better place than um, Kim's, um, you know, site? I just thought it was just ideal, you know, it's Absolutely. perfect kind of um, place. <laughs> so, I thought, well, if I'm going to launch it, I'm going to launch it there, and um, yeah, it's good. I'm excited. Exactly. It, I mean, it's it's fantastic uh, to to see that um, to see that sustainable uh, fashion um, uh, does not need to be uh, this um, what we we might have in our mind. We have maybe a false uh, image of uh, oh well, I'm just going to have to wear a long cotton uh, skirt oh, and uh, and all the Never. eco uh, things but this is just you know creating awareness that you can look uh, hip and uh, and uh, um, um, yeah. uh, imply little uh, changes in your own wardrobe even and um, and go about in a in a quite uh, modern way so uh, I mean Laurie and I we have been always uh, working on on mindset and mind uh, shifting, right, Laurie? We um, 
what do you think about the uh, the whole aspect of slow fashion? I love it. I absolutely love it. And our daughter is, uh, she's going to be thrilled to see this happening. She's, she has been on this track for years and years. So she's going to be very happy to hear both of you. <laughs> Good. Um, so it's, it's something we've been very aware of for a very long time as well. Um, not in the depths of, of where you've gone with it. I just love it. I love where you've gone with all this, Kim. It's amazing. <laughs> It's amazing, and Lupe, I love, love all the recycle fashion that you're talking about and these designers that are going there. That, you know what's really exciting, and it's, um, you know, some people can get really upset. I do support a lot of emerging designers because their mindset is completely different, and I find that so exciting. Um, you know, when I hear about a designer that's actually based their whole production on, you know, um, fighting, their political views of uh, sustainability in their fashion label. I mean, I mean, you know, it's it's great. I mean, there's so many ways. Fashion is has always been given this kind of like silly attitude, but it's not. It's a really important, a seriously important yes. Um, yes, it is. vehicle for us to do a lot of work. Very good work as well. So. Yes, I, I personally believe that, um, uh, I mean, like like you go about with your morning routine, um, Lupe, it, it, it makes a difference what you put on uh, as, it, uh, in, as it gives you a whole uh, different feeling. I mean, it, it's a different feeling if you walk around in your pajamas uh, or if you, if you have um, uh, made yourself up in a nice uh, dress or made yourself up uh, in a nice uh, pair of jeans or a blouse or um, whatever good quality uh, clothes. It gives you this, oh, I feel good. I feel good about myself. And then uh, you make the effort to, uh, to feel good. And it, it creates this, um, this synergy, I think. And, um, yeah. and it's probably taking time, you know, to, to to look at yourself as well. I'm sure part of it is the fact that you've taken time to actually look at yourself. When you dress up, I think you spend time. And, you know, the people that don't have the time and they just put anything on because they're rushing here and there, obviously they won't have that same feel-good factor because they haven't had a chance to look at themselves and, you know, think about themselves for five minutes, you know, quietly. I'm sure a lot of it's to do with that too, I think. And it's, I guess it's not about just dressing up because that's more like carnival-like, but yeah. uh, but it is uh, finding finding your own pieces that uh, that add to your personality. I think and uh, that make you feel uh, good. And um, and if you don't feel good with putting on a lot of makeup, so let it be. You know. Yeah. 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 No. Exactly. Totally. I love that you're talking about it as part of your um, morning routine mm. and, and setting that mindset for the day because right. people do all sorts of things preparing their, for their day. You know, they do their meditation or they do their bit of exercise or they do that. But you're, this is your self-care and self-love yeah. that we're yeah. talking about. I mean, I tried all this other stuff, but it didn't yeah. kind of work with me, yeah. I'm yeah. afraid. I had to go for, you know, this, this bit works really well. 
for me. Yeah. But your way of being mindful. Yeah, it's yeah. my mindful way. I know That's what you're going to do. I think I'm mental because you've got a different way of doing it. But, you know, no, you're my way. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Everyone has to find their own little uh, way how to create this uh, this happiness, this moment exactly. of bliss and joy and uh, and whatever sparks joy. Yeah, just do yeah, it right. and do more of it, more and more every day. Every Don't day. encourage no. me. Don't encourage me. <laughs> For yourself. So that you're spreading that out to the world then. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the light, the light just shines. Both of you, Kim and Lupe, you yeah. are just glowing <laughs> radiant beams of light on this planet. Thank you. Good. I like it. I like it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Great. Yes. Good. And Julian, of course. Of course. Oh, and Julian. abundant in it. <laughs> Well, I'm really grateful that you were on this episode and uh, I'm sure we're going to see much, much more of you. We're uh, going to keep posting and we're also going to add uh, all the links so that uh, you all can um, check out the marvelous work Lupe and Kim, uh, uh, they both are doing. So we keep you posted. And Laurie, what, is, uh, what are we going to talk about next week? Next week, Simon is back. He's back from his great adventure of pulling all the islands around the world together right now. Um, I think they're on day five with 10,000 people around the world, over 10,000 people around the world sharing best practices on island life. So he'll be back next week. And it's going to be on um, the topic will be dissatisfaction. It's a good thing. And as we've talked about it before, it's that thing that motivates you. Kim, it was a little bit of what that driver was for you, what you were explaining to us, that dissatisfaction. It just pushed you to do something you had not done before and exactly. look at things in a different way. So that's going to be our topic next week. Dissatisfaction, it's a good thing. And we're going to be talking a little bit in um, – the Maslow's hierarchy of needs and law of vibration. We're going to bring those two in with what we're talking about because they're really important when you're thinking about this growth and, and the dissatisfaction that happens that causes this amazing growth and new exactly. new creative things to happen, like Kim and Lupe. Yeah. <laughs> the things that they've done in life are just amazing, incredible, where the two of you have taken things. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you so much. And we would love to Thank have you. you come back again as, as Absolutely. things are growing <laughs> for you and changing. We would love to have you come back again. Absolutely. Thank you, yes. Thank and you so much for and taking enjoy your time. time in Prague, Lupe. Thank you. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for inviting us. Yeah. Thank you. Mwah. Love Bye. you very much. Yeah? <laughs> Ciao. Bye. Bye.